You're listening to a 1FM podcast. Hey, it's that time of the week and we've got him on the line. The phones are working today. It's a Wednesday and I've got Steve on the line. How's it going, Steve? Yeah, very good, mate. Glad to hear that the phones are back and off and running. And I thought our Monday night show was sounded OK. A few people said it was sounded all right. So I wouldn't want to do that as a, a sort of a desperation move if we have to. But I thought it went off all right. But very pleased to be back doing the, the normal Wednesday afternoon recording. That's much better. Yeah, yeah. But um, it did sound all right, I've been told. And I podcasted last week's show, so we, we got something up. Oh, that's very good. I must say, here today, we had 37 here yesterday. I think it's about nine, it's about 18 and 19. And it's only stopped raining about a couple of hours ago. So you never know with this weather. It's amazing. Yeah, it's cooler here today, but it's still too humid for my liking it's still a bit warm oh you can come down here mate if you like yeah maybe i should plenty of rain down here maybe i should (laughs) but we did get a storm last night and lots of lightning so interesting light show yeah very good all right okay well let's roll we're going to do someone i think you've probably heard of and the listeners would would know bj thomas yeah, raindrops keep falling on my head. I, I swore we already we already done him, but we haven't. No, we haven't. Uh, we've probably done a few similar country pop genre type artists at Per Muddy Robbins the other week. So I guess that there's quite a few of those people in this category. So I might turn my attention the next few weeks to real pop type stuff just so we can get back into a real 60s mode. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. But, yeah, these songs are all from the 60s, I think you've chosen me to play. Yes, uh, I think they I think they will be. But the late 60s, Josh, yeah. you're heading towards the 70s, so I am moving on. <laughs> uh, slowly. Let's hear more about BJ Thomas. Well, Billy Joe Thomas was born on the 7th of August 1942 in Hugo, H-U-G-O, Oklahoma. His parents' names were Vernon and Geneva. And he was the second of three children. Now, Jerry and Judy were the other two children. And the family moved around a lot, but mostly stayed in close proximity to Houston, Texas. I found this information out the other day when I watched on a YouTube interview with him and he said that his father was an alcoholic. I think that this was, this was on a reference uh, point, not on uh, YouTube. He said his father was an alcoholic who basically cared for little else. But in the end, it turned out to be the catalyst for, for him, uh, BJ, to becoming an artist and to be able to express and appreciate himself, which he didn't feel he would be able to do if he was going to continue on the way he did, following similarly in his father's footsteps. But eventually he got himself out of that and became very popular. Interestingly enough, he stated that his father was his idol and hero, and I guess back when you're younger, you do uh, take that attitude irrespective of what other habits they might have. The two boys loved baseball and singing in the church choir. Billy Joe actually became BJ because of the plethora of boys named Billy Joe on his baseball team and it stuck. I don't know whether some of the other boys on the baseball team became BJ also, but anyway. Now, he's encouraged by his brother to audition for a local band called The Triumphs and he became the group's lead singer. In 1966, they released an album called I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry on the Pacemaker label with the title song, which was a Hank Williams cover, selling over a million copies and earning a gold disc and charting at its peak at number eight in the US and number two in Canada. Follow-up single, Mama, or Mama, I think that's how you say it, but I'm not going to sing it for anybody. <laughs> peaked at number 22 in the US. Very nice song, that one. 
several unsuccessful songs followed, and it wasn't really until 1968, the confession here, Hooked on a Feeling, which is a... I still had the vinyl uh, record of that uh, sitting there in my collection. That was in 1968. Then that finished five in the US and three in Canada. And it actually featured an electric sitar, S-I-T-A-R, which would have been quite unique back in those days, I would have thought. Yeah, what the Rolling Stones used on Paint It Black. That's correct. You are quite right. Ryan Jones, yeah. Yes, I didn't note that, but that that was the other instance where where I had heard of that, yeah. That became your second million-selling record. 1969, the one that we're all associated BJ with, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head, was number one in probably a lot of places, but the US, US country, Canada, Canada countries, only 29 in Australia. Of course, that was from the Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid film, written by Bert Bacharach. Yep. And the Academy Award for the Best Original Song, and it was his third gold record, so he's doing very well. And then came Everybody's Out of Town, which I'll just give you the orders here, US, Canada and Australia. It was 26, 18 and 21, respectively. In 1970, so we did get to the 70s, Josh. uh, (laughs) I Just Can't Help Believing, which was 9, 18 and 31. Of course, that song was later covered by Elvis and became quite a successful song for the King. In 1972, Rock and Roll Lullaby, 15, 7 and 41. And uh, interestingly enough, that featured someone that we haven't had on, on whatever happened to, but they've mentioned his name, Dwayne Eddy, on guitar. In 1975, so he had a bit of a hiatus here between 72 and 75, between his successful songs anyway. There were a few in between. But uh, 1975, another Somebody Done, Somebody Wrong song. That was 1, 3 and 10. 1977 was Don't Worry Baby, which was a repeat of the Beach Boys song, or a cover of the Beach Boys song. That was 17 in the US and 12 in Canada. And there's no record of it being in Australia. And in 1983, was that a fair hiatus between 77 and 83, Whatever Happened to Old Fashioned Love, that's another song that most people will be familiar with. And that was one on the US country charts, one in the Canadian country, and naturally 39 in Australia. All those songs up to and including Rock and Roll Lullaby 1972 were recorded on the SEPTA label, S-C-E-P-T-E-R, which he left in 1972. And then an album which was called Reunion, which contained another Somebody Done, Somebody Wrong song, earned him a fourth gold record. Uh, that was his first song for ABC Records where after he'd gone away from the Scepter label. He actually embraced Christianity in 1976 and then released Home Where I Belong, which was the first Christian album to actually go platinum. And Thomas then became one of the biggest contemporary Christian musical artists of that era. He sometimes clashed with fundamentalist Christian fans because he still performs his, his old previous pop songs as, as well as the Christian songs also, so they felt that there was a clash there. The 1980s were somewhat leaner with the whatever happened to Old Fashioned Love, topping the country singles chart in 1983, along with new looks from an old lover. I don't, I'm not familiar with that song. And Two Car Garage, which I'm not familiar with also. And they reached number three on his country single chart. As Long As We Get Each Other, which is 1985, was the theme music, now I don't know whether you know this, Josh, you might, theme music from the TV series Growing Pains. I don't know that, but I think I've seen an episode of that show. Uh, I can't really remember anything about it. No, the theme was actually recorded as a solo by Thomas for the first season of the show. 
and re-recording it for the second and third seasons with Jennifer Warnes and re-recording again with Dusty Springfield for season four. And again, you neither of us are overly familiar with that. Now, he wrote two books, including an autobiography, Home Where I Belong, and was in two movies. And I don't think this, these were B-grade movies, Josh, and I didn't make any notes on them, apart from their, their names and what year. Jory, J-O-R-Y, which was a 1973 Western. Nope. And Jake's <laughs> Corner, 2008. No idea. <laughs> no idea, no. Well, I, th- I don't think they were any more than a B-grade type movie. He also recorded jingles for Coca-Cola, Pepsi and Bell Telephone Company. Now, on December the 3rd, 2013, the National Academy of Recording Arts and Scientists announced that raindrops would be inducted into the 2014 Grammy Hall of Fame, and rightly so too. Just a bit of personal history. He had married Gloria in 1968, had three daughters, one who was adopted from a Korean orphanage in 1978, and as of 2014, he was a grandfather of two. I don't need any further info than that. Police sold more than 70 million records, two platinum records, 11 gold records, and won five Grammy Awards. And now of those five Grammy Awards, four of them were for gospel songs, which were 1977, 78, 79, and 81. They had 15 pop slash rock top 40 songs and 10 top 40 country chart hits. He's done it all. He's done it all. And the, only, and the other interesting uh, stat which you, people might be interested in, the only artist who have Song of the Year on the pop, country and gospel charts. Hmm. I don't know whether that was in the one year. I think oh, that might be over different times. I'm not sure or whether it was in the one year. I didn't uh, take note of that. And he had an Academy Award, as you said, didn't he? Not an Academy Award. No, there were only, only, only Grammys, uh, Josh. Of a dinner. Oh, with, oh, with, with raindrops, yes. Yes, yeah. Even that's though it might have went to Bacharach, I think, but he sung it. That's right. He was the singer. That's right. Yeah. And on March the 24th, 2021, he posted on his Facebook page that he had stage four lung cancer. So that's really fairly deep into it, unfortunately. And he passed away only two months later on May the 29th at his home in Arlington, Texas. He was 78. So he actually successfully combined pop country music into a listenable commodity and later transitioned to gospel. So... Quite a successful career and a fairly versatile singer. Yes, and which song were you going to play for me now? Or pick for me now, I should say. Well, I could pick any one of about three or four, but I've gone with the one, a, a bit of a sentimental value for me because it was the first song of his I bought. I'll go with Hooked on a Feeling to start off with, Josh. And here it is, Hooked on a Feeling, and I'll talk about this song afterwards. I think there's a notable cover of this one, isn't there? There is. Yes, but here it is, the original and the best. This is BJ Thomas, Hooked on a Feeling. And yes, a great song, and we're going to mention Blue Suede, I think, covered it, didn't they? Uh, yeah, you might have me there, but you pop, I'll bow to your judgment. <laughs> yeah, and it sort of became a bit of a sensation in the 90s, I think. With Cause I was going to say, was that a 90s song? It's a vaguely a vague recollection of it. But well, it's sort of, I'm looking at it, it came out in 1974, but, well, it was used in the movie Reservoir Dogs, I know that, but where I was going to mention was it was used in the, I think, the TV show Ali McBeal, and there was a bit of a oh, sensation right, with yeah. the dancing baby to it. There was a baby, oh, right. it was like a com- computer graphics thing with a 
baby dancing to it. I think it must have come out about the mid-90s, and at the time we were all sort of amazed by the technology that you can oh, do, right. like the graphics on it, but looking at it now, it looks pretty dated and silly. Yeah. Yeah. So that was in Ali McLeod, was it? Now I, I, think, I think that was where it came from, but I oh, sort right, of remember okay. that. Yeah. I was a fan of Ali McBeal's for a while, but uh, I did actually watch the show. Surprisingly enough, some, some people would say, but there you go. Yeah, well, I didn't didn't watch it, but it sort of became... It was one of those things that was so popular at the time. It was sort of in the zeitgeist of culture. You sort of saw that, a dancing baby on Ali McBeal. Yeah, and these days it'd be nothing, would it, really? No, no, well, it, would, it looks a bit dated now, but at the time it was... Uh, kind of uh, amazing yeah, yeah 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 interesting the other choices josh raindrops of course yeah and uh, i know uh, john farnham had a cover of this one as well didn't he he certainly did yeah i didn't check on how successful that one was but i think it would have been pretty successful being john farnham that's for well sure. it, yeah it was popular in australia on positive i don't know about anywhere else. I yeah. don't know whether it went anywhere else. <laughs> but it was I'm very sure popular here. Yeah. yeah, and the scene in, uh, I should point out, Butch Cassidy when it won the Academy Award with a bike ride for this scene is pretty amazing as well. Yeah, that's right. And it was taken yeah, off on The Simpsons as well. Of course, you would know that. <laughs> we won't go there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then my other two choices are Mama and another Somebody Done Somebody Wrong song. Thanks, Josh. Oh, that's a cool title. And a uh, very interesting man, BJ Thomas, and a great life. Yeah, yeah. I've just written down here memorable songs, pleasant voice, and a multiple awards winner. Uh, certainly worthy of mention on our little segment. Yes, yes. Well, thanks, Steve, and I'm glad we're back doing it on a Wednesday and the phones are working. Well, that's very good, Josh. It's nice and quiet where I am because my wife is at work today, so I've got the place to myself and it's very quiet. All the kids are inside in their houses around here. So <laughs> that's good. Thanks, Josh, for that. It's great. It's great to be back doing the Wednesday afternoon show, and I look forward to catching up again with you next week. And to the listeners, stay in good health if you can. Thanks. Thanks, Steve, and talk to you next week. Okay. Have a good one, mate. Thank you. Cool. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.